He is the great Doug Fritz. How you doing today, buddy? I'm not. I'm doing great. I'm not sure the phrase "great," but I'll take it today. I have had you on this show maybe every year since 2014. The only year I wasn't here, and I told this to my great. See, everyone's great today, by the way. I'm, I'm hyping everyone. John Roberts is the only year I wasn't here was 2021 because of the pandemic. So it's the only year I didn't go. But it's good to see you again. How you been, buddy? I've been great. You know, not only the the number of shows here in Daytona, but we also did the shows in uh, Nebraska a couple of years out there and in mm. Richmond before that. So I, it's probably 25 years I've been on your radio show, tanking <laughs> your audience. Feels, that's what it feels like. And by the way, you did t- text that as well. If I come on, I will tank your audience. <laughs> so much for the ratings. All right, for our listeners who don't know. So you were the track president there at Richmond, correct? Correct. Right. What, what years were you there? I was there from uh, 1999 to 2011, and then I was 2011 to 2013 at uh, Iowa Speedway. Mm. I was a CEO out there. And then prior to Richmond, I was 11 years here in Daytona. I was a senior director of marketing for NASCAR and, uh, and, and business development for them. So racing's in your blood then? It is. 35 years straight now being at the Daytona 500. So what does the 500 mean to you then, oh, Mr. It's awesome. 35? Oh, it's awesome. Every year it's great. You know, I, and I know the drivers talk about it. Frank talks about it when he was on early. It's just, mm-hmm. it this starts the season. It's a Super Bowl and it's just, a, it's a great event and excitement level is tremendous. Do you remember going to that first one? Uh, oh yeah. It was, it was actually the first week I started. And I, I was lost completely, as I am today, but at least then I had a reason for being lost. Why were you lost? You I didn't was, know where to park? What happened? Yeah, a park, look, 150,000 seats, you yeah. know, two and a half acre, two and a half mile speedway, all the acreage here. It's easy to get lost the first, yeah, first week of working there. Do you feel humble 35 years later you're still doing this? Oh, absolutely. I mean, mm. it's been this sport's been great for me. I've enjoyed every bit of it. And just the people in the sport. There's some people here working today that were here when I first started, mm. you know, 35 years ago. And it's it's just the family atmosphere. The fans have been great. You know, it's, it's tremendous. And the drivers, are, as you as you know, are excellent as well. Yeah, Todd was great a second yeah. ago. How long have you been working with Front Row Motorsports? Uh, this is our eighth year now with Front Row. Mm. Um, Sitco at Lubricants and the Sitgard brand. And we've had Mystic brand. In the past, so we'll be on the, his car today. Oh, nice! Uh, as associate, and then we've got some primary races coming up with a 38 car and Todd in uh, the first Bristol and the second Atlanta race as primaries. We're here with Doug Fritz here at the Daytona International Speedway, getting ready for a new season of NASCAR racing. I agree with you from the standpoint: you come here to Daytona, you know, knock on wood, we have nice weather today, you know, and then you see, and tomorrow, and I, we'll find out about Sunday, right? Gr. All right. Um, but we, you can't worry about what you can't worry about on that run of the racetrack, you know, in, you know, in front of hurricanes coming along. You, you just got to do your business. I know Frank's, you know, challenged by the weather, but you yeah. just got to you got to press on and hope for the best. There's nothing you can do about the weather. So if you he's got enough to fret over, you don't have to worry about the weather. We were joking. Uh, you jumped out of a plane once. Was that in Richmond? I did. It was in Richmond. We had just signed a new sponsor for the event, the National Guard. I'm not sure how many National Guardsmen have, have jumped out of a plane, but they convinced me I was the one. So uh, in in, in uh, promoting that event with a new sponsor, mm. they asked me, of course, I said, there's no way I'm doing it. But uh, I, I eventually did it. I'm very happy I did it. It was an unbelievable experience. Don't Would know you, I'll do it again. I was going to ask you that. You but, it. 
Was that the craziest thing you did? Yeah, that was that was up there. And not only did I jump out, I landed in the little grass infield at Richmond. Was that planned or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could have that could have turned out very bad for me, but uh, maybe good for a lot of other people. But uh, we made it. We landed. Everything was fine. It was just it was a fabulous experience. If you get a chance to do it, do it at once. Mm. It's amazing the the view and you can see the so see the earth and the curvature of the earth. It's really a neat deal, but. I really didn't want to be a part of it, but once I was up there, I went out so bad. Well, when you're in the plane and they're like, all right, time to go, you can't be like, ah, sorry, I'm not. No. This is not going to happen. And, and the plane's cramped. It's like, I don't know if I want to spend the next 30 minutes going back to land. <laughs> it was kind of overcast. So I'm thinking, I think I'm better off and would rather jump out than spend uh-huh. another 30 minutes cramped in a all right, airplane. So when you landed, Doug, then what? You're like, let's get a sandwich? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> what was well, it? we had the press there. Hey. You know, you might have been there. You were probably doing something important, but we had the press and we announced the National Guard, and it was a big day. Never right. again. Never See, again. Never again. Um, I was telling uh, this to John off air when when you were in Iowa, and it was like Rusty Wallace was there. He's one of the nicest guys ever been around in NASCAR, and he's just a super legend, like a legend. Legend, and and he is today exactly what it was thirty years ago. Mm. And he wrote, he won a lot of races at Richmond. Probably the drivers won the most at Richmond. Yeah. So he and I got to got to be pretty close in, in some of the things that that he did and helped the racetrack. And of course, Victor Lane a number of times. And he owned part of the racetrack when I moved out to Iowa. And he was instrumental in getting me out to Iowa. Oh, I did yeah. not know this. Yeah. So it was uh, it was it, he's a just a great gentleman. Yeah, that was cool. We did that in I think summer of 2012. He had a race, so we were out there with my old coworker Michael Gray. So we we were doing the show. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. showed up. Danica, we were talking about her off air, and um, yeah, Rusty Wallace. And it's just like it was the craziest thing because he's like, "Hey, Mark, whatever you need, let me know. You want to go to the buffet? Let's go." And he just—that's what I think about with our industry, where just be nice to people, right? Absolutely. And you build those relationships and. And now I think of, hey, Michael McDowell, we'll get to him in a second. But Ricky Stenhouse, you think about the growth of him, that was pretty cool. He won the 500 last year, right, Doug? Yeah, incredible. And uh, just another great gentleman. All the drivers, you know, are are just good good people, good families, and uh, they really have a lot of passion for the sport. So back to Iowa Speedway, congrats to them. They're going to have a cup race this year. Oh, really? So that's huge for, uh, for Iowa Speedway. I was up there. You know, hoping planting the seeds for some of that to, to eventually get a, a cup race. And it's great to see him do that this year. It's going to be exciting for that market. All right. You've been the president of multiple tracks like we've just been talking about. What about this track? What makes it so unique where it's the 500? Well, probably the mystique. It's like it's like what we just saw at the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just the, the pressure, the the sponsorship, the fans, the just the, the television viewership. This is as big as it gets. And again, you could you reference the Super Bowl, what we just witnessed, but uh, this is great. It's a great. What's really neat is it kicks off the season. Yeah. You know, so everybody spends four months working for one race, and that's it. Then they go on to the races after this. But you you ask them any time from November to February. It's the Daytona 500, and that's really put a lot of time, sweat, and effort into this event. Well, you helped me get Michael McDowell. I taped it on Monday. He's a busy man. I understand. We're going to play it next hour. We are. But I asked him, how's your life changed? You're a Daytona 500 winner. I mean, 
What did it mean to Front Row Motorsports, which you help out, where you have a Daytona 500 winner now? Oh, it's incredible. I mean, you put that in, uh, you know, as a world champion, you put that as high level as, hmm. as anything. It's a great, it elevates a team. You know, Front Row is a, has been a, a growing team, being, uh, you know, as far as being successful and, and, they're not a Roger Penske. They're not a Rick Hendrick. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're challenged with the amount of resources they have. So it's great to see him win the Daytona 500, and then he sits on the outside pole for the Sunday yep. race. Yeah. And it's incredible. I mean, it's just great for that team. And uh, Michael, as you know, he's just a, a, a great person, enjoys his racing, and uh, it's going to be interesting. I'm happy for him. Todd did well. You know, he finished uh, 11th in qualifying, so he'll be toward the start of the tonight's mm-hmm. race. So, uh it's gonna front rows really elevate their game, and you'll you'll talk to Jerry Freeze later today, who runs the race team, mm. and uh, he he's real proud of what they've done there. Isn't that interesting? Where anyone can race doesn't matter. It kind of you know it kind of reminds me of the Masters in golf, where just you know anyone can show up if they do their best a game, they can win it. That's what makes it so exciting. So who's gonna win this year, buddy? That's a tough one. You know, Daytona and Talladega are that way all, you know, all 36 teams run at one time. Mm. I'm going to go with Kyle Busch. I, I just think he's he's ready to win. They came close last year. Yeah, he he's, did. He's my vote. You know, and of course I'm wrong 99% of the times, but maybe I'll get one right one time. All right, you'd be very, very proud of me because last Friday we did sports trivia and our host asked me NASCAR questions. All right, here's what he asked me, and I got these correct. How many laps are in the Daytona 500? 200. Nice. I know this. Nice. And then the follow-up was, and you can answer it, hopefully. I don't want to put you on the spot here, Doug oh, Fritz. It's a lot of pressure. Um, which driver has won the most ever Daytona 500s? Ooh. Ooh. Oh. I got it right. I'm not, really, I'm not so sure I would, I would know that. See, I don't know that. Off you, the top. you think of the history of NASCAR and the most famous guy, Dale Earnhardt in the last, you know, let's say, you know, 40 years or so. But he only won it once here. Yeah, right. right? Which is kind of crazy to think about. Richard Petty's the answer. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So. You know, it's interesting because I guess the first thing in my mind, I'm thinking Daytona's great. But then you've got, you know, you've got 36 more races going on, you know, during the year. And just Mm. to try to keep track of how many people. I get get asked that in Atlanta. And I can't remember, you know, who won the last one. You know, it is what it is. I try to remember in Richmond when I ran the racetrack who yeah. won last year, and it's tough to do sometimes. It is. I understand. Have you been to every track in the country? I have been to every track except for the road course in Chicago. I didn't go this past year, but I'll get to it eventually. All right. That's on the bucket list, isn't yeah, it? It, is. It, it is. is. Yeah, I would like to have been there last year, but... Didn't make it. Would you like to go to Las Vegas when they had the Indy car through the strip? Would you go to that? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm a motorsports fan. So I'll, I'll go to any any race, that's for sure. Have you been to races in Europe before? I have been to race. I went to the F1 race in Abu Dhabi. My son lives in Dubai. Wow. So we went to, to the F1 in, uh, in Abu Dhabi. So I think that... That, that, that answers the question. Yeah, that beats the cake right there. Was that fun to go to? That was great. It was a lot of fun. How, and to share that with my son was was really neat. How far is that flight to Dubai? <laughs> you don't want to know. It, oh, the man. flight is from here to Detroit to Seoul, South Korea to Indonesia to Dubai. So it's a it's a twenty. Did you time travel? It's a twenty six like. hour. Once you start oh. to land, it's a twenty six hour. Dude, deal. I did a flight from London to Atlanta. 
And for some reason, they had to fly over New York, you know, Philly, the whole way. That took nine hours. I was losing my mind. 20, what'd you say? 20? 26 hours, start to finish. How many movies did you watch? Yeah, yeah, you do a lot of, a lot of movies you don't <laughs> like. That's the, that's the challenge. And you weren't, um, you weren't in first class like Jennifer Aniston with no, the bathroom I, I and everything. My, my, my plane like the, <laughs> the famous singers today. You're, um, all right, you're gonna come back here at 430, right? Right. With Jerry, we're gonna have some fun with that. Doug Fritz, thank you so much for stopping by and good luck with everything thank here you. for the season. Always a pleasure. All right, we'll go to